Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, She's Jerking Me Around. Well, I've got a good email from a viewer. He's been following me basically for most of the past year. Like a lot of guys, he found me when he had a relationship that he was in wasn't going too well. And he's now been dating this new girl who he says is the best sex he's ever had. Obviously, it's way better than what he had before because he said his previous relationship, he in essence turned himself into a pleaser and didn't even recognize himself by the end of it. But there's some interesting things he's got going on here because he's been dating this girl for six months and he's still dating other women and she's still dating other men. She's been divorced for three years. He's 24, she's 29. There's you know, a little bit of a small age difference there in their 20s. But what I liked about his email and the reason I picked it is because there's some subtle things that he's doing that he's not recognizing that are causing her or getting in the way of her falling in love and wanting to be exclusive. She's brought it up a couple times and then he questions her about it and then she kind of backs up, changes her mind. And recently she's kind of gotten cold and flaky and pushing me away and he's thinking I mean after six months what the hell so I got a quote that I wrote in this topic and then we're gonna go through his email because this is a great email because it's really to help guys and girls for that matter fine-tune their approach because he's doing little things that are making him look and appear weak he doesn't realize it and he's also doing a little too much pursuing even though he doesn't think he is and part of the other thing that he's not hasn't done is he's only read the book three times so let's go to the quote and the quote says no one will ever do or say anything to you that you don't invite them to do when a woman senses weakness in her man she will tend to pull away and test his strength if he stands up for himself remains centered and passes her tests of his strength then she will come back more attracted and affectionate than before if he displays weakness and indecisiveness this turns her off even more and she will usually back away more also. If a man is fearful of losing his woman, he will tend to try and force things by contacting her more, acting dopey, more feminine, seeking her approval, and constantly needing to know where he stands with her. The confident, centered, masculine man knows that women tend to behave more like cats and will come and go as they please, and he is okay with that. Smart men let women come to them at their own pace. Men who don't know any better will chase women right out of their lives. Let's go through his email. He says, hello, Corey. I've been following you for quite a bit. I'm on my third read so far, and your stuff really works, dude. Well, the goal is to get you to apply it all the way and to help fine-tune your approach, which obviously is why I think your email is a great one to help people out there fine-tune their approach. Because the mistakes are real subtle and innocuous. But obviously to me, they're obvious. Before I knew your work, I was in this relationship with a girl that I knew from college for a couple of years, and I knew I wasn't into it, and I completely changed myself to become the guy she wanted. I was so miserable that it led me to your work. So you bent yourself into a pretzel trying to please her, and all it did was make you miserable in the process. In essence, you probably would say you lost yourself a little bit. You look in the mirror one day and you don't even recognize the dude that you'd become. Because everything you were and were about was about pleasing this girl so she would like you and stick around. Now with that in mind, obviously that's not something you just flip a switch and it goes away overnight. It takes some time and some focus 
on what you're doing right and doing wrong and obviously learning the fundamentals. After I broke things off with her, I met this amazing woman that I work with and things have been going great, or so he thinks. In the beginning, she was all over me. We would go on dates. She would do 70 to 80% of the initiating and things were great. Well, as I talk about in my book, the idea is the guy pursues in the beginning and as the woman really starts to take the ball and run with it, if you will, she starts to call and text more. That's why the guy only needs to reach out once a week and set one date. And once the woman starts reaching out in between those dates, then you just use those as opportunities to set the next date instead of talking her on the phone and becoming her therapist or her gay male girlfriend, if you will, and getting yourself stuck in friend zone. The idea is it's a man's job to create the love story. In other words, it's his job to create an opportunity for sex to happen. Because at the end of the day, that's the whole person that you're, the whole reason why you're going out together is because you like each other sexually. Now, whether you're real religious and you're going to wait till your wedding night or as soon as possible on the first or second date, you're going to be bumping uglies. It's different for everybody. But at the end of the day, the whole purpose is seduction. It's going to lead to sex at some point, whether it's on the first or second date or on your wedding night. Everybody's different. I coach men and women from all over the world. Plus, I also coach a lot of lesbian women and gay dudes. And there's always a masculine one, and there's always a feminine one where there's strong sexual polarity and desire for one another. And when there's a problem, it's usually because somebody is not in their right essence. So what, what, I, what it looks like here is that you kept pursuing 20 to 30 now keep in mind this guy has a pattern of being a pleaser now why would somebody be a pleaser why would somebody become something they're not in order to win the affections or keep the affections of somebody they like well deep down they don't think they're worthy or good enough so they feel like they've got to change something about themselves in order to please the other person so like I was saying earlier that pattern is something that obviously it's one of the things that this guy is going to be working on if he hasn't recognized it already. <clears throat> She's 29 and I'm 24, and the only thing I would say I've done wrong is that she tells me that she doesn't want a relationship, and I would tell her that it's no pressure and that we should just go with the flow. Now, the only time a woman ever brings up, I'm not ready for a relationship, I'm not looking for a relationship, is either in the very beginning to say, hey, don't smother me, or if you've been dating for a while and you hear a woman say, I'm not ready for a relationship or I'm not looking for it, that means you're pursuing too much to the point where she literally feels like she's losing her freedom. And the fact that she's mentioned this tells me you're over-pursuing. In other words, she's feeling smothered and she's trying to help you. She's trying to communicate to you how she needs you to show up. But most women can't really articulate it and just come right out and say, you call me too much and you text me too much and you're acting too dopey and I can tell you're waiting to get into a relationship with me and I'm not ready for that. In other words, when a woman says I'm not ready for it, she's saying I'm not feeling emotionally ready that I want to commit to you and I can tell that's what you want and I'm not there yet. But women don't think like that. They don't talk like that. Most of them don't. There are some women that are really great with guys and they can relate to guys and talk to guys and be one of the dudes, if you will, and totally explain things, but they're kind of unicorns. She's been divorced for the past three years and dates other guys, and I told her that I was dating other women. 
as we were getting closer, she would say things like, I want you all to myself, and I would say, what do you mean? Good question, good response. And he would say, does that mean you want me all to yourself? Well, you just repeated what she said. I want you all to myself. Does that mean you want me all to yourself? So, I mean, you're repeating the same thing back to her. The idea is to say, are you saying you want to be in a relationship? Are you saying you want to be my girlfriend? You want me to be your boyfriend? Is that what you're, is that what you're looking for? Is that what you're thinking? Is that what you want? You've got to be very specific when it comes to something like that. A lot of guys will hear that and then they'll go, oh, great. Okay, so we're in a relationship now. And they change how they're acting even though it's not what she really said because they didn't bother really. Because when you say, what do you mean? Make sure she explains it to you explicitly in logical terms that make total sense and so it's crystal clear. And she would say, but I'm not ready for a relationship. So I'd give her the let's just go with the flow speech and we continue to do the three H's. Hang out, have fun and hook up for those, those of you that don't know. Man, she's drop-dead gorgeous, and she's the best sex I've ever had. He did send a picture, and I can tell why he likes her. This had been going on since October of 2016. Well, here we are. Where were we? April? Middle of April of 2017. So we're, we're at least six months down the road here, or more. At this point, she should have been head over heels in love with you and exclusive. Now, the only thing that gets in the way of that is there's not enough time and there's not enough space and not enough distance because you've pursued her too much. And therefore, those feelings went to a certain point, like give you an example. So if you're still pursuing 20 to 30% of the time, on an attraction level, her interest, her attraction is never going to go from anywhere more than a 7 or an 8 on a scale of 1 to 10. And women don't fall in love until they hit 9. And therefore, you pursuing to, in other words, you didn't back off enough. I would say it's because you didn't learn the fundamentals. I mean, you follow me all this time, and you've only read the book three times. I mean, what do you think would happen if a new player on the New England Patriots, all the training camp, well, I've been through the playbook three times. You have to know the playbook back and forward. And if you were on my team, you'd get cut, dude. You wouldn't be up to Belichick standards because you don't know the playbook. And when guys don't know the playbook, they get out in the field and they're in the wrong position or their timing is going to be off. And that's the difference between winning and losing. As she was starting to feel for me more and more, I caught myself initiating texts more than she was. So you were doing more than pursuing. You were doing way more. So it probably flipped at some point and you might have been doing 70 to 80% of pursuing. So you assume the woman's role approval-seeking type of behavior, trying to force things. And see, what, this is what happens. Guys don't learn the book. They don't really learn the transition from dating into relationship because the guy's going, hey, it's the best sex I've ever had, and we're fucking. It's great. But ignoring the fact that now you're over-pursuing. That shouldn't happen. You weren't paying attention, Padawan. She stopped calling and texting often, and yep, you guessed it, she started becoming flaky on making dates. In those situations, I would always wait for her to contact me, and then I'd make the next date. That's the way it should be. But by this point, she should be doing 100% of the calling, texting, and pursuing. And the only time you will reach out and call and text and pursue is if you're with a woman that wants you to do that. And I discussed that in an email or a video newsletter recently called, She's Mad Because I Don't Chase. 
I went into explicit detail on there, and that video did really well. So if you're not sure of that, that's part of what's going on here is that, again, a woman like that, you never really got her to the point where she was pursuing the point where she may have brought it up. Hey, how come you never call me? How come you never text me? Again, I addressed that in the video, and I you know, want to keep the subject to this, but for those of you that haven't seen it, I would highly recommend it. She's mad because I don't chase. That's the title of the video. We hung out one last time at her place when she reached out for me to come to her place and we fucked each other's brains out. She had to get surgery done on her knee and I texted her to see how it went, which I probably shouldn't have, but I didn't. But I want her to know that I care for her well-being. But after that, I didn't hear from her for a week and a half. Well, it's good that you reached out because that is, I mean, girl had an operation, so it shows you care, but at the end of the day, part of your problem is you've been way over pursuing. And that sounds like you kind of became the occasional booty call for her. Because she's a pretty hot looking girl, and obviously if you're both dating other people, and she's made it clear that she's dating other people, this girl's definitely got some other options and choices. You're just one of the male orbiters. Yeah, in other words, you got in the way of her falling in love with you because you over pursued. During that time, she would only like my posts on Instagram, and she commented on one of my posts, so I took that as she wanted me to reach out. The rest is self-explanatory. Well, again, this is where the book comes into play. You don't know the book well enough. So just because she commented on a post, I might like the post. Unless she's direct addressing you directly or sending you a Facebook message, you were obviously looking for any reason to reach out, and because she commented on one of your posts, you'd think, oh, now i got to call her. Wouldn't have done that, dude. I reached out to see how she was doing, and I tried to make a date for this Wednesday to come over to my place to have dinner, but she said, sounds good, but... There's always a but. But I'm meeting up with a friend early in that day, and that if anything changes, I'll let you know. In other words, you're an option. And this is what happens. You're seeing right now, instead of her being excited and doing backflips and cartwheels that you reached out, her attitude is, meh, wasn't her idea. And because it wasn't her idea, her attitude is, Eh, I'll let you know, which means, nah, I don't want to see you, dude. So I withdrew the offer, which is the right thing to do, obviously, but you should have been reaching out in the first place. So I withdrew the offer and said, sounds like you're going to be busy. I'd love to see you, but only if you're definitely free, hun. Let me know when you have a day, when you have nothing going on, and then we can make plans. Then she says, works for me. This was Friday. I used to let her get away with stuff like that, but no more. So... Pursuing too much, letting her walk all over you and treat you like a doormat, being a pleaser. This is still part of what your your own weaknesses that you're working on. This is what you're personally trying to overcome. Same kind of patterns I talked about in the previous relationship that you were in. In other words, you're putting your needs last and hers first. And because of that, you communicated that you were not of the same social status or social value that she was. In other words, you weren't on the same level. You kind of treated her like a celebrity and let her get away with bullshit so she knows she had you and since she hadn't fallen in love with you, it's easy just to blow you off for one of the other guys that she's dating and probably hooking up with and fucking who's acting a little bit more like a man than you are. That's reality. Fast forward to Monday and she calls while I'm at work. I don't answer, but I replied, hey, sorry, I missed your call. What's up? She said that she'd been thinking about me, so I said, well, that's why you need to come see me and stop playing around. 
in a joking manner. I wouldn't have said stop playing around. So that communicates, you're joking me around and you don't care about me. I'm weak. Not attractive. I would have just said, well, I think you need to come over and make dinner. Bring a bottle of wine. We'll light a fire. He says, the next morning, yeah, your response was, no bueno, dude. The next morning, she texted saying she can't put any weight on her legs, so I called her out on her bullshit when she told me she was going. Cause, so what you basically communicated is not hearing from her is causing you, and not seeing her is causing you to lose your shit and get upset. She can tell by your response. That's why you need to come see me and stop playing around. You just communicate. You're jerking me around, and I don't like it. You're a meanie. You're a big meanie. He's a big, strong dude. He sent a picture of himself as well. Don't act that way, dude. You're a fucking man. Come on now. She says her mom is going to be with her. I sit up for myself saying, obviously I've done something to turn you off. Does that make you look confident and sexy and attractive and have an attitude? Of course she wants to hang out with me. I'm fucking awesome. It's more of the, I'm not good enough for you. That's what you're communicating and you don't even see it. You don't even realize it. Obviously, I've done something to turn you off. I thought things were good. I like spending time with you, hon, but I don't like being jerked around. When you really miss me and want to see me, let me know when you're feeling better. Then she said that she was sorry and that she has to depend on other people. And I responded with, I forgive you. Talk to you later. Keep in touch. So you redeemed yourself by the end of it, but you're like, if I wasn't crazy, I'd think she was trying to jerk me around. Well, dude, you invited her to jerk you around. So you only have this, the person that you see in the mirror every day, blame that dude. He didn't learn the fundamentals. That's why it says read it 10 to 15 times at the beginning of the book. I mean, as long as you've been following me, you've only been through it three times. What happened was you started getting the panani started getting that chocha and you let it go to your head and you're like i don't need to read this stinking book i don't need it 10 to 15 times Corey. i'm already a jedi master should i have been more considerate knowing that she's recovering from her surgery well you were actually pretty nice but you just displayed weakness instead of making yourself look like somebody she should escape from her knee pains and maybe get a nice all over oriental body massage you get nothing. What would you have done differently? Well, I've been kind of pointing out the whole video. I know this is a long email, but I thought this was a special case. Everybody thinks it's so unique. You probably haven't seen this one before, Corey. And I wanted to get your perspective. Until then, I'm letting her do 100% of the calling, texting, and pursuing. You should have done that a long time ago, dude. I tried getting together with her twice. Should I give her the, hey, it's good to hear from you. Gotta run, keep in touch. Well, because you kind of fumbled the football there, I would, in this case, special case, if you will, she reaches out, calls you, or texts you, hey, what are you doing? What are you up to? And I would just say, well, I think you need to come over and make me dinner, bring some wine, and we can catch up. I'd love to see you. And make plans with her tr one more time bringing it up. And if she gives you any kind of flaky bullshit, then from that point forward, I would never, even if she get, reaches out, 
talk to her for two or three minutes and just say, hey, it's been really great hearing from you. I'm just so jammed up right now, but I got to run. Keep in touch. And unless she brings up getting together, then you won't bring it up. One of two things will happen. She'll either finally reach out and bring up getting together and seeing you, and then you'll make a date, or she'll just disappear forever. So at this point, it's pretty obvious you, you talked her out of liking you, dude. Remember, you said yourself she was all over you in the beginning. And then at some point, the power flipped, and you became the pursuer. You became the woman. And she's liked you. She was really into you in the beginning, and she's thinking, why don't I feel the same for this guy? I should be more into him than I was in the beginning, but my feelings are going the opposite way. And when women feel that way, they want even more space and time away from you. And you got to give it to them, and you didn't do that. Thanks for all you do, brother. You changed my life, and you inspired me to do the same. A donation is coming to you shortly. Well, I always appreciate the donations. For those of you that are so inclined, you can go to my website, click the Donate button, and donate any amount that you think is equal to the value that you received. But at the end of the day, dude, it's a victory. It's a win because this chick's bad to the bone and hot and sex is amazing, best you've ever had, which, which is a big improvement from your last relationship. I mean, the bottom line is you got better. Even if you never hear from this girl again, even if you never hook up with her again, it's still a victory. But the bottom line is the reason why things are not where you want them to be is you don't know the fundamentals. You only read the book three times in the last year and... That's a decent effort, that's not Tom Brady or Bill Belichick worthy type of effort. You want to be the best, you got to act like the best. You got to master the fundamentals. Because again, like I said, what happened was you started getting laid and hooking up and you figured, I got this all down, I don't need to read this 10 to 15 times, I'm a special case, I'm different, I'm special, I'm not like those other guys, Corey coaches, and here you are, you're like those other guys. I know I learned the hard way too. This is the only way you learn is by fucking up and making mistakes. And hopefully the idea is by going through these emails, you learn from other people's fuck ups. Not go out and repeat the same fuck ups because you didn't learn the fundamentals. <laughs> so if you'd like to get my help personally and you want to do a phone or a Skype audio coaching session with yours truly, you can go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen and book that option and my assistant will get you scheduled. And I will talk to you soon.